Welcome back to another episode on the Expand Your Awareness Podcast. My name's Aaron Dowdy, and today I'm going to be sharing with you all about letting go, the gateway to surrender, understanding how you can go more within your own consciousness, how you can understand how to raise your vibrational set point so that you start to be in a higher state of consciousness. Now, I just got back from Costa Rica. I was in Costa Rica for a whole seven or eight days. I just uh, got back last night at about one in the morning. I got some sleep. I woke up today, and it's time for a podcast episode. Now, I haven't done a podcast episode, like a specific podcast episode, in actually a while. I think it's been like a week and a half. I've been busy. Um, I, you know what I did in, in uh, Costa Rica? There were things I did, and there were things I did not do. And let me explain a little bit of what I went through when I was in Costa Rica. I went to a life transformation spa place in Costa Rica with four other YouTubers. I went with Ryan Cropper. Maybe you've seen him on YouTube. I went with Victor Odo, who a lot of you guys know. I went with Lior Alexandra. I went with Gavin Stevenson from Wake Up Fulfilled. So there were five, uh, and then me, of course. But I had, yeah, of course, it came with me. There was five YouTubers total at this place, and it was really cool. Um, it was like a life transformation spa. There was a lot of stuff that happened. We did a lot of shadow work, uh, transformational breath work, all of these different things we did. And when we did it, I was becoming aware of a lot of things within myself that I could begin to rewrite because I realized that I have my own limitations. I have things that I believe to be true and understand that our beliefs create our reality. So like I've known this for a long time, but there were some subconscious beliefs there that I did not know about that were controlling my life experiences or causing certain things in my life to happen. One of them was something I learned last time when I went there. I went there exactly a year ago. And what I learned last time was that uh, I, I believed that I had to work really hard to become successful. I was making daily videos on YouTube. I still make daily vid videos on YouTube. However, for me to take a day off was like a big deal. I was like, how would I take a day off? Like I feel like taking a day off, like I'd lose momentum or something. I had this like limiting belief that I always have to be taking action in order to be successful because I was rewarded so much in February of last year when I went daily on YouTube that my YouTube channel exploded. Within four or five months, I was able to quit my nine to five job working at Barney's New York selling women's shoes. And my whole life began to change. So I got so much benefit from taking action. that I was like, this is how success works. You take a lot of action, you get massive results. And it does work to a certain extent. Now, the thing is, is there certain paradigms? And I realized that I had a paradigm and I believed I had to work hard and I was working hard. So that was a self-fulfilling prophecy. However, what I learned last time I was there a year ago in November, 2017, is that I didn't have to work as hard as I thought. I could let go of the outcome. I could more so be present to the moment. I could not have to try so hard. I could more so just be in a good state of being while I do things and things will happen even better because I've increased my state of being. I knew this last year, but it almost didn't get wired in completely because this is what I realized. If you would have asked me, I'd have said, I believe that you don't have to work hard. I would have said, I believe that you can not take that much action and you can get results. However, the thing was, is what was happening is even though I said that I believed that I didn't have to work really hard to get results, my actions weren't actually aligned with that because what I was doing is I was still in that grind mode. I was still taking massive action. I was still almost desperately trying to get to some external point in the future. But what I realized was that I did not have to try so hard and that my actions, I realized that my actions were not 
mirroring that new belief because I was still taking daily action with the making videos every single day, still making and putting out a massive amount of content. But what I realized is that I can start to let go of always needing to do and be a certain way. So I could then change my own beliefs. Now, what would that involve? What would it involve for me to change my own belief? Well, the first thing I'd have to do is I'd have to realize that my actions are direct reflections of what I believe to be true. So I may say, I don't have to work so hard to be successful, but yet I'm still working really hard, which proves to me that I haven't actually changed that belief. So the key is to first off be aware of what those beliefs are. And for me, that was becoming aware. I said, okay, this next week, I am not going to wake up in the morning and make a video like I normally do. Because normally that's how I was. I was like, I have to make daily videos. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to write down the night before I go to bed, 10 things that I need to do the next morning. And I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to do those 10 things. And it's going to feel really aligned for me to do so. But what I realized is I could let go of that routine. And by letting go of that routine, I started to feel more free than ever. Because as I let go of the need to do those things, I was rewiring that belief inside of my subconscious mind that I don't have to try so hard. I can allow things to be easy. And by doing that, I began to wire in a new way of being. I made only a couple videos while I was in Costa Rica because the last day uh, was a Saturday. We were all, all the YouTubers were like, we got to make videos together. So we made a whole bunch of collab videos the last day. But the whole entire week, I didn't make videos intentionally. Now, of course, videos still went live on YouTube because I'm ahead on videos and they're scheduled to go out. But it, you guys want to hear something even crazy, kind of crazy? This, listen to how the universe works, all right? This, this is something that I found very paradoxical that happened. So this is what happened. I was in Costa Rica, and even though I was like, okay, I'm not going to make YouTube videos, I was still trying to get into my YouTube channel to comment. Now, this is what happened. I ended up getting locked out of my channel because I couldn't remember my password. And then what happened is they were sending my password to, the, uh, to my phone, but I couldn't get the password on my phone or the notification because I was in international. I was in Costa Rica, so I couldn't get in. So I couldn't even get in my YouTube channel. So that was another opportunity for me to let go because I couldn't even get in to begin with. So it was almost like the universe was showing me to let go. And I let go of that. As I let go of that and I let go of saying, okay, well, obviously, you know, there's things not working out for that for me to get into my YouTube channel to comment on videos. Is it the end of the world that I don't comment on a couple of videos on my YouTube channel while I'm in Costa Rica? I was like, no, it's not the end of the world. I can continue to let go. So the whole entire week, it was about me letting go, letting go of the necessity to take massive action and knowing that my, by me doing a non-action, by me not taking action, I'm actually wiring in that subconscious belief. So I'm going to say that one more time. By me taking a non-action, by me not making the videos, I was wiring it into my brain, that new belief that I don't have to work so hard. So by doing that, that is the key to wiring in the belief. It's to realize that whatever the beliefs you have that you're trying to change, become aware of what that is and simply decide that you are going to let go of the old way of being and you're going to wire that in. Now, for me, that was wiring in a non-action, not necessarily wiring in an uh, action, but a non-action. But how can you apply that? Well, you could be like, well, I normally think that uh, losing weight is hard, all of these things. But if you start to wire in that losing weight is easy, you can start going to the gym almost like every other day or something. Just start going. That simple action, even if you just go to the gym for 10 minutes, will start to wire it into your mind that you go to the gym every two days. You'll start to change your self-image. 
there's little things you can do if if you believe that uh that uh attracting you know you want to attract a relationship but it's hard or whatever belief you have start going to places where people are and start putting yourself in situations there and you'll find that you start to then resonate with more experiences and you're telling your subconscious mind that when you go to these places or that you can go to these places and things begin to change so that was a big game game changer for me as I began to become aware of the beliefs I had and realizing that my actions were correlating with a belief system that is outdated. So I went almost a whole week without making videos. I felt free. I felt like I was really letting go. I felt like I was actually on vacation because that's the thing. The thing is, is since I've been full-time on YouTube, since I've been making daily videos, I haven't even taken one day off over the last two years. However, I made that exception when I was on this trip. And I decided I was going to only make videos that of, uh, of the last day that I was there at Costa Rica. So by doing that, I was then wiring in this new way of being, this new belief system, and I was letting go. And it wasn't even something I was trying to do. It was more of something I was letting go of. I was letting go of this old belief. I was letting go of these old patterns. So by me doing that, I was more so able to become present. I was more so able to enjoy myself. And I went through certain epiphanies. Now, one of the things Lior went through, you guys don't know Lior, Lior Alexander, she's amazing. She's a great friend of mine. She went through an experience where she realized that reality is kind of like a matrix. Reality is a matrix. And that kind of freaked her out. And I was kind of reassuring her and helping her feel better about the whole situation. Now, reality being a matrix, what does that mean? Well, we experience reality through our five senses. And the thing is, is we think that what we experience through our five senses is the real reality. It is a projection of consciousness. We come from higher states of consciousness. We come from a higher dimensional realm of existence. We are simply dreaming that this is who we are. We are really unconditional love and bliss. You ever see the movie Harry Potter? That's closer to the real reality of who we are. That's closer to, the dr to things being flexible, us having more abilities and higher realities. We forget that, though, because can you imagine that you remember that you're an immortal spiritual being living a temporary human experience? You know that you exist in higher states of consciousness where you can instantly appear other places. You can manifest things instantly, and then you wake up here with this veil of forgetfulness, and you wake up here, and you have to experience some lower vibrational emotions or things that you don't prefer. You just want to be there. So we have this veil for forgetfulness in reality. That makes us forget who we are. And by forgetting who we are, we then are more likely to stay here and stay relevant here. We have to believe that this is real in order for us to really have an experience. However, what Lior became aware of is that reality is a form of dream. Reality is like the matrix. And we are more than we priorly thought. And the power in this is huge because when you realize that things aren't so solid, your life becomes more like a dream. There's this quote I've been saying recently. And it is that the more you realize life is a dream, the more dreamlike your life will become. And this is a very empowering statement. Some people get afraid because they're like, well, my ego wants to remain solid and intact with, with this all being real. I'm not saying the experience of it is not real. The experience of it is real. But what I'm saying is that in actuality, you are so much more than you can even imagine. And Leora became aware of that. She started to become aware of who she really is and understanding that her reality what happened is her reality, in a way, was turned inside out when it comes to what is real, and that is making her reality more flexible. That has given her an ability to redefine what is real for her. And as she become aware of that, it's going to be amazing to see how her life changes over the next five months to a year because she's going to relate to things in her life differently, realizing that things aren't really solid the way she thought it was. Yes, I can bang on this table right now. That is an experience that appears to be real, but in actuality, there's empty space in between these atoms. We live in a type of virtual reality. 
We are projections of consciousness from higher states of consciousness. We are really unconditional love and bliss. That's why when people have near-death experiences, NDEs, they have these amazing blissful experiences where they remember who they really are and they come back and their whole entire life has changed because they remember that this is a dream and that they might as well enjoy it and they might as well love other people in their life. They might as well enjoy their life experience. That is what life is about. So let me ask you that question. What in your life are you giving a lot of meaning to? What in your life do you think is very solid? Because things that you think are solid in your life are going to create more and more experience of it being that way. And that is going to be something that changes your life if you begin to realize it. Detach from what you believe to be true. Shake up your own belief system. If there's a definition you have about reality, oh, it's hard to attract relationships into my life. Oh, it's hard to attract money into my life. If you have those beliefs, if you have the belief that it is hard to attract those things in your life or to experience those things, be aware of those definitions because that is just a reconfirmation, a reaffirmation that that is the way reality works when in actuality things can be so much easier. They're really in life is no outside. There is only a reflection of the inside. If you change your beliefs about reality being fixed, if you change your beliefs about thinking reality is the way it is and it's fixed and it's always going to be that way, if you realize that life is more flexible, your life will become more flexible. The more you realize that life is a form of dream, the more dreamlike your life will become. And that's one of the powers of letting go of your belief system that no longer serves, of letting go of the things that are outdated, of allowing yourself to more so become present to the moment, that's when things really begin to change, is realizing that the true change comes from within and how you relate to things in your life. So what else did I learn? I had this experience the third night that I was there of laying in my bed. And what I did is I had this utter surrender, and I went to this meditative state. And what I did is I focused on just being present to the moment, allowing the moment to be, and what I did is there was music playing and I was allowing this music to come on. And let me be honest with you right now. What am I talking about right now? There is this plant medicine that is called ayahuasca. There we go. It's out of the bag now. You may think of that and you may think, whoa, that's really weird. What's he talking about? He's talking about something like that. Guess what? I was afraid to share this on my YouTube channel. I was afraid to share this even a year ago. But you know what? It expands consciousness. It is not like one of those drugs that's like, you know, something bad. It's, it's something that expands your own consciousness. It is something that makes you do a lot of shadow work. You go within yourself and you really find out a lot of things in your subconscious mind that have been holding you back. You might have experiences of your past that really show you a lot of things. And uh, I'm becoming more and more aware that I can just let go of my self-image. You know, it's like, oh, what will people think on YouTube? Will I still be credible if people know that I did ayahuasca? But guess what? I wasn't going to do ayahuasca, even this time that I went. I went a year ago. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to relax. I'm going to enjoy company with, you know, five other YouTubers, a lot of subscribers that I had going. I'm going to have a good time. But when I went, I was like, you know, it's going to, I'm all about expanding awareness. And that was something that I felt called to do again. So I did it. Okay. Just put it out there. I did it. However, it's not what you think. You may think of that. You may, oh, there's a bucket and you throw up in a bucket. You're throwing up old emotions. You're letting go. You're releasing it from your body. It's no longer, uh, it's no longer holding you back. So the key is being aware of all that. And the key is understanding that uh, when you let go, you allow new patterns in your life. When you let go of what doesn't serve you, when you let go of your shadow self, when you let go of these things, that you change your life. 
So I was becoming aware of my own shadows and I was becoming aware of these things from my past. I had this one experience where I realized that I felt unworthy, partly because I had this experience that I was completely unaware of. I was uh, five or six years old. My parents are divorced at this time and they still are, but I was going back and forth like four or five days at my mom's house, four or five days at my dad's house. And every time I'd come back from my mom's house to my dad's house, my dad would have an action figure on mine and my brother's bed. And we'd get all excited. We'd be like, oh, what's going to be at dad's house when we get back? We get back. There's a Batman. There's a Superman. It's a, who's it going to be? It's going to be so cool. And what happened was, is that happened for like a year. Eventually, we came back home from our mom's house, and there was no action figure on the bed. I was five or six years old. Now, of course, I know and I understand. I'm like, oh, there's no action figure, bro. Just man up. It's all good. No, no big deal. But to a five or six-year-old, I started to give that a subconscious meaning that maybe my dad didn't love me anymore. You see, it's a very small thing, but we're meaning-generating machines when we grow up, and we make these unconscious choices that we're unaware of. And when we make these choices, it starts to create patterns in our life. So I realized that part of a, a feeling of unworthiness that was deep in my subconscious came from when I was five or six years old, my dad stopped putting an action figure on my bed when I came home from my mom's house. And the meaning I gave that was maybe he doesn't love me. Maybe I need his validation. Maybe uh, I'm not worthy. And what I did is in that moment, I became aware of it. When you become aware of it is when you can begin to change it because you can see it's an illusion. You can see that it was just a pattern you kept carrying from when you were young. That's what I realized. And I let go of that part of myself. And I, I started to nurture that five-year-old. I started to give that five-year-old version of me that love. Say, it's okay. It's okay, little Aaron. Your dad still loves you. He just may not have a present for you right now. And I started to relate to it differently. You see, that's called shadow work. It's by being aware of this unconscious patterns that we have of ourselves. Now, back to that moment that I was talking about where I became very present to the moment. What happened was, is I was in the third night. It was getting pretty intense. There's these sensations that go through your body. I was feeling an overwhelming amount of love. And this can sound paradoxical, but I was feeling so much love that it was kind of scaring me. Because my body wasn't used to feeling that high-frequency love. It was, uh, it was beyond what I could imagine. And as I'm feeling these waves of sensation flow through my body of love, I'm letting go. I'm letting go of needing to control it. You know, my, my, my ego is like trying to control the situation. It's like, let go. Let go. Allow this love to flow through. Then what I did is I started just allowing the moment to be. I said yes to the present moment over and over and over again. And then what happened is there's this, there's this music in the background, beautiful music. Sometimes it's live music of like these four or five different shaman playing harmonica, singing all these different things. It's beautiful. However, they also had this music playlist on. And what I did is I started to really listen to music. I started to listen to the music deeper than ever before. And what I realized is I realized that I never have actually listened to music from a state of presence, a state of being. It was always an intellectual thing. Like, oh, this music sounds really good. But what I did is I shifted into experiencing the music, feeling the music. And by doing that, I became more present to the moment. But that was the key. The gateway to the sense perceptions was me becoming present to the moment. And by me becoming more present to the moment and putting the awareness in my body, that was the key, is putting the awareness in my body, I began to feel completely different about myself. I began to say yes to the present moment. And the thing was, is whatever came up, I said yes to it. There were people around me. Some people were coughing or, or some people were throwing up. Some people were crying. Some people were laughing. There was noise. There was maybe a dog that was barking in the background. Whatever happened, I said yes to it and it began to transform myself. I began to realize that you can say, I can say yes to the present moment no matter what. I then went from doing and having into being. Being present with the moment, being with the music, listening to the music. I began putting the sense perceptions inside my heart center, inside of my hands, inside of my feet. I became so present to the moment that it started to transform my life. Because I realized that 
I could just say yes to the present moment. I realized that I could just be. I am. Say that with me right now. I am. Put the awareness in your sense perceptions right now. Feel the sensation inside of your hands. Feel the sensation inside of your feet. Feel the sensation inside of your heart. Maybe a light buzzing feeling. You can bring the sensation inside of your body. And by doing that, you start to become more present to the moment. You start to become more here, right now, and say yes to whatever comes up. Maybe you're driving right now and someone cuts you off. Say yes to it. Assume it is part of the process. Assume that it is part of something you wanted to experience in your life. And as you start to let that be there, you'll find that you begin to relate to things in your life differently. Allow things in your life to be as they are. Going forward with your day-to-day, -day, allow things to be. Say yes to whatever comes up. Treat everything that happens in your life as if it's there for a reason. That's what began to change my life. And from this point going forward, I'm not saying that I'm enlightened. I'm not saying that I'm going to be in these blissful states of samadhi my whole entire life. What I am saying is that I can always bring myself back to this remembrance that I can let go and that I can absorb into my sense perceptions, bring the awareness into my body, not make everything so intellectual. I like this song. I like the beat to the song. What do I like about this song? I like the beat. I like this. I like those are all labels. Experience the music. If you're in your car right now and you're just listening to my voice, experience my voice. Experience the tonality. You don't have to label the tonality. Be like, well, he's very dynamic. He's very enthusiastic to what he says. Those are all labels. It's okay if those come up. Here's the thing. As those thoughts come up, experience those thoughts. Let them be there. Allow the moment to be. Right now, you are more so entering the present moment than ever before, but the paradox is you are already there. It's just you're shifting your experience into the present moment. You are going from having to doing into being. Be present to the moment. Be here now. So, yes, that is this, this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Understand that your reality, you can begin to shake it up. You can let go of what doesn't serve you. You can re rewire new beliefs, but you can ultimately let go and go into a state of being. Be present to the moment. Can you do me a favor and let me know what you think of this week's video by commenting on my newest Instagram post? You can also uh, follow me on Instagram if you haven't already. I post daily content there at Aaron underscore Dowdy 44. And what you could begin to do is uh, comment. Let me know what you think of this week's episode. Let me know if you want me to do more podcasts. I enjoy doing podcasts. And if you want me to do more, I'm considering doing it. Let me know in the newest uh, Instagram post that I have. Comment there what you thought of today's episode. I'd love to interact with you. I'll be there as well. Other than that, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you could also review this episode, this podcast in general on iTunes, that would be amazing. I would very much appreciate it. It helps the podcast to grow. The more it grows, the more motivation it also gives me to keep doing it. I can't really see the analytics on iTunes, so I never really know how many people are watching or how many people enjoy it. But if you could leave me a comment on, it, on iTunes as well, that'd be awesome. Other than that, I will see you on the next episode. Peace, much love, and namaste.